It's November. Burr. It's actually it quite really warm is. today. It's, it's not cold degrees. at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always leave my house in a little down coat, hoping, hoping beyond hope that it might be chilly, but. Yeah, that it, that it might be appropriate. Either it's going to be too cold or it's going to be too warm. I left my house ever so briefly on Halloween mm. um, to... Because uh, I my house is along the parade route, so I hear very loudly <laughs> the... Um, the sounds. I hear very... Is that sounds? The sounds. Oh, I hear the sounds indeed. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'm every woman. Oh, wow. Meow, 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 meow. Oh, yeah, they have all kinds of numbers, I'm assuming, although I never go look at the parade. I just listen to it. So, um, but on Halloween, I was hearing the parade, and it was making me just so hungry for sweets. Because oh. I just kept thinking about Halloween, and I was like, I want to trick-or-treat. So... <laughs> I left my home and when I walked outside I realized it was really raining and so oh. I went to the to the corner market and I got myself too many sweets really um, and I went back home but it seemed the parade was fizzling out because of the rain but I could be wrong um, yeah uh, fizzling out I feel like describes the Halloween parade but I, I, I too well, have mainly avoided it that people look i don't mean to get dark so early in the podcast but that people would go to a parade after what happened in south korea i well i don't know i don't i guess you have to face your fears you have to face your fears i i wouldn't have connected those two experiences oh really anything with crowds now Mm. like i was i was leaving carnegie hall last night after performance and even just walking down the many flights of stairs from the balcony amongst all the hordes. I thought, this could be it. This is the bridge. This is totally. the eye in Korea. Yeah. You Don't know. go anywhere. Gosh, all these mass deaths this week in crowds. I really don't like being in a crowd. And yeah. You know. Anyways, um, well, it's, dar- it's also dark. It's dark. It's dark. It's, you mean, yeah, emotionally dark news times. Yeah, I didn't. Those were two news stories that really, that really um, mm. penetrated mm. me. You know. Anyways, um, how are you? Uh, I'm good. Um, we, are you in your home? I am, and it's a bit echoey because we haven't. We're moving on Friday. So maybe, maybe. Oh, you're in. Maybe while you're listening. The, to you're this. in the Brooklyn. You're in the Brooklyn house. No, I'm in the house, but we haven't moved into in, it yet. Oh, okay. So you're coming back to the city on Friday to coming finish back your belongings tomorrow, which is Thursday, and then movers come on Friday, and then they do. Oh, thank God! There's people the coming on Saturday. Wow! Wow! The end. So weird, yeah. and 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 you haven't even had a gathering at the apartment to say goodbye. Well, I realize that's how th- this works because. You know, the apartment has mainly been packed up for weeks and has, wow. you know, at some point, which is, has really emotionally worked out pretty well because it was like weeks ago when I like cried about leaving that apartment. Oh, man. <laughs> because, at, you know, at some point you're like, 
when you start packing like a, a place mm. you love and have like mm. loved living in, mm. that's really sad. But then we've all loved that apartment. It's a we've great all apartment. Loved it. Great Terrific. apartment. And um, but then once you've really started packing your apartment, no matter how much you loved it, you don't want to be there anymore. Because now right. you're living no, in like a, a non-place. So Right, you're living in chaos and sadness. Yeah, so about two weeks ago, the kind of like transfer, emotional transfer of like, oh, I don't live here anymore. I live nowhere right now. Like, I don't mm. live in this, you know. And so we, we, we've sort of driven, because Jack teaches every week, there's just been like a driving back and forth of, of stuff. So like every week mm. there's been like little bit stuff bits. that has come to the house. So. Wow. I love that way of moving. It's kind of, it's a trickle effect. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not great. I mean like the first, so like the well, first week actually I came up alone after something. I don't remember why that, what happened there, but basically I think I had to come to the house on like a Friday to like, Get, like the chimney people and the Wi-Fi and the you know this and that whatever water whatever right. um, and well, the good did thing like of, air the mattress good thing of... night, nightmare oh, right, 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 which right. is especially unpleasant in a empty room that just echoes every oh, little horrible. on like a wood floor in an empty room so terrible it was it's one of the most depressing ideas really hideous so um yeah uh. but we, God, it's but then like it's on like that scene in Money Pit where they pull their mat, they get a new mattress, mm-hmm. or maybe they pull this old mattress off the bed onto the floor in the night. It's their first night sleeping in their home. This mm-hmm. is Tom Tom Hanks and Shelley Long, and then there's a, a thunderstorm and it starts raining and they turn on the light and it's truly just raining all around the bed because there's the you know, it's it's just the beginning of them understanding how hideous this house is. Um, that isn't exactly our experience but there's there's you know there's um there is sort of like uh the sense of you know like rotten egg water which thank praise the lord we got a water softener installed on tuesday and solved the problem but oh it's shifted the wow 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 well i think i think what also happened is that we've just didn't use the hot water and it got worse from sitting in the hot water heater is my theory about that. But, um, so by the time, like we started using it again, it was so, so bad. The hot water that was in there, was like insane, but thank God just, you know, there was a water softener in the basement that wasn't working. And Mm. the person who lived up here before us, there are a lot of things that are like, um, cheap attempts to solve issues that cheap mm-hmm. attempts don't solve. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, so, but you know, you gotta do what you can. Right. So, so now are you spending some real money to get these things sorted out? Oh, yeah. So we're also getting a new furnace, which isn't happening until December. And, you know, these things Look, pour, pour your money <sighs> in, pour your money in to get more money out or something. I don't know. I've never owned anything. Yeah, I mean, we're switching from oil to propane and because of this whole oh, thing, nice. whatever, 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 endless. So, um, but things are, and there was, there was no propane in this house, but there was a gas stove 
but because of the heating situation with this like ancient oil tank, which is like corroding essentially. Um, basically, we got propane this week, so now the the kitchen is cookable. Rather, we were like making food on an induction burner, you know, like hot plate. You had the induction burner? Yeah, I just bought an induction burner to like. Oh, they're good. You might, might want to keep using. Oh, yeah, totally. I have one in the studio. I have one in the studio here for dyeing stuff. Yeah, I think I think it'll be used. Well, now you can shoot YouTube. Absolutely, you have an induction Absolutely. burner. Wow, easy peasy. Um, but I have to Jesus say, me. um, Halloween in Germantown, oh. uh, was. One of the most incredible things I've ever seen. I could. It was so like hocus pocus, Gilmore Girls For real. like fantasy Halloween. Oh I my! Could God. not believe it. You know, and I feel like did I've they been to Salem? Ding dong, trick or treat. Well, we thought we did like an emergency candy run because Jack met. What these, kind? What'd you get? What'd you, you get? You know, the, all the greats. Mini Snickers, Snickers, Reese's, Milky Way. You know what I love? Mini Crackle. I don't even know what that is. Nestle Crunch. Okay, okay. It's the same. Some gummy bears, some like uh, Starburst, like lollipop things, whatever. So, you know, because Jack had run into our gay neighbors, which is great. And um, you have gay name. Not like immediate, but down the line. Um, Are they attractive? Well, I've only seen them in Halloween. But Jack, Jack oh met them my. What earlier a way. in the day. What a way yeah, to meet people. It was, it was fun. Um, and they were like, Halloween's crazy here. Like, you have to have candy. The kids will, like, ruin your life. Which oh wasn't God. true. So, <laughs> it was like, we're, basically, we are right next to this school. And they're on the other side of the school. Mm-hmm. And as we saw, like, basically... It kind of ends there for now. Maybe next year we'll get get um, get the people. But it was actually more fun to walk around and like go to other people's places and talk to did people. Did you and... did you dress up? Did you put on no, an outfit? No, no, no. No. This was no. all very unexpected. I mean, I barely have clothes to wear because I don't even live here. You know, it's like we haven't even moved. To right. Stuff. Do you have a washing machine in your home? Mm-hmm. It just came with the house. Yeah, it's. I want to move it to the basement because I don't want to look at it. Where it's, is it? Um, it's sort of in the in the back entry exit way. Oh, it's that seems like something that could be easily accomplished. It's slightly trickier than it should be because of you need water hookup. Well, it's really about waste going having to go up. Because the waste pipes are up in the ceiling in the basement, whereas everywhere else, gravity just takes it down. So, I um, see gravity. But gravity. there's there's some plumbing involved because of that. Um, but currently, okay. um, it's a it's a stacked washer dryer and it is not level. So when you run the washing machine, <laughs> it shakes like it's the end of the world. So. Oh my um, god! I have to fig- I have Why to- don't you put some shims under there? Well, the, f- they, you know, it has like the adjustable feet, but there's something going on. So I have to figure right. It's your bobble town. Yeah, I have to. Okay. Another, you know, it's on the list of like. Oh god! Endless, 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 endless. 
So, but it's... Well... But we are so... I mean, this water thing was... Grateful. So, so hashtag spooky Halloween. Um, so, hashtag blessed. Hashtag gratitude. Um, all the things. Um, we should... This podcast is not going to be called What's Going On With My House and stuff. <sighs> maybe, maybe... Um, Small town, it is, it is, I, I went for a run and, you know, it's like, good morning, hello, hello, you know, and like a woman came out of the wow. post office and like ran next to me and we chatted and it was so fucking cute, it was crazy. So that's a bit of the vibe, which is unexpected. It makes sense, but it, I, I've, I've never done like small town living, so... What's, what's your grocery store? Um, I mean, for me, I'm like, Walmart is the place to be. It is crazy boots, same food, half the price. Wow. I'm sorry, but like, I'm going to Walmart. How do it's, they do it? Well, How do they do it? You know, it? I think it's, um, it's by being shitty, you know, basically, so... Well, it's not great. Food, but if you're getting the same products. Right, right. You know? So, you know, and it's, so that part's crazy, but whatever. Um, oh. But, you know, there's a, there's a, like a, a bougie cafe grocery store in town. Well, you know, like a, like a two minute walk. So what there's that, that autos. Oh yeah, we love autos. Love autos. Um, you know, and then there's whatever that grocery store that is that we always go to here. Hannaford's, and then there's Adams in Kingston, which is uh-huh. where our neighbors say they go. Um, All right. Yeah. So and then, and then Hudson is ten minutes away. So whatever is going, it's not really like a grocery. You know, it's similar to like the autos, kind of bougie, expensive. Auto. So, um, you know, I'm sure there's well, there's like also like a Shoprite in Hudson and all those kinds of things. So. There's okay. plenty of grocery options, for sure. I love it. Yeah. And Nomi seems to be having a nice time. Really? She's, she's adjusting to the stairs, and um, she's starting to... So we got it. We, we ordered a, a new mattress, because we've been wanting a larger mattress. Because with a dog... You know, you just need more space in the bed. Oh, you mean a, a whole bigger size? Yeah, so bed. our old bed will be our guest bed, which is very luxurious for guests. So now you're your king size bed. That's people. right. Wow, we. Yeah. But it also wow-y. allowed us to have a mattress before we moved. So what a life that was, you lead. That was an exceptional. That was a that was an early plan that we had concocted. So basically, the day Are we closed, gonna... I ordered the mattress. Are you going to be people who sleep on the floor or people who raise up their mattress? Well, we're currently people who sleep on the floor, but we will have like a, a, I mean, what I want is a, like a Donald Judd kind of platform. I mean, come on. So simple. Wow. Um, But yeah, I mean, we've been living on that stupid Floyd bed frame, which I think looks totally fine. It's ridiculous. And that company is insane. So but that will be our guest. Wow, I, our guest. I couldn't. I don't remember your bed it's at so all. I just remember a bed. Simple. Well, simple yeah, is good. Yeah, simple is good. So. 
Um, wow. Well, happy Halloween. Happy transition in life. Yeah. It's wild. And, um, wow. Yeah. I can't believe it. Are you working? Ugh, I just got this work email, and I'm like, I will kill everyone. I hate getting emails. <sighs> also, like, what time is it? It's six o'clock. I'm like, no. I'm in my studio, six o'clock. It's, I'm here. Yeah. I liked those um, costumes... That were sort of um, uh, monochromatic. Uh, I don't know what they were. They were sort of the jump, They were, but they were. They looked like two piece, sort of like jaggy. Right, like on on our Instagram mm-hmm. stories. Yeah, what were those? Yes, interesting. Those are the sleeves um, looked for interesting. LA Dance Pro- Yes, we did. Well, actually, that came from. This is interesting. Okay design discussion um so janie taylor is making a big dance at la dance project for a museum event or installation in qatar Uh okay yeah and the museum is like a nouvelle construction or something that's inspired by desert roses okay i think that's who the architect is i could be absolutely wrong absolutely wrong um, anyways, we had a look at the museum, and originally we were making those jumpsuits in, like, this fabric that's called slinky, that's very, it's almost, it's a ribbed knit that's mm-hmm. very drapey. Okay. And we were doing it in all kinds of, like, sand colors, rosy sand, mm-hmm. beigey sand, gray sand, and um, we were initially cutting the sleeves as dolman sleeves, which means almost mm-hmm. there's no seam at the shoulder. It just sort of curves up mm-hmm. the sides and goes straight into the sleeve. But in order to cut the the in order to cut the um, body of the garment without a center front seam, um, you couldn't get much length in the sleeve. So I, so I was like, why don't we just do really long cuffs? Uh-huh. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I think it looks great. Yeah, And it turned out to be like the kind of prominent feature yeah. of the look. And then even when we switched fabrics and started just, and we decided to do normal armholes, we still kept the long cuff. Uh, yeah. I think it's, so, so it, I, it came out of necessity, but became a feature. That's very much shopping cart, add to shopping cart look. I'm like, I want to wear that. Yeah. And then Janie, when Harriet was in LA uh, doing a fitting for a different piece, um, she and Janie were looking at the jump, like fitting some of the samples we made of the jumpsuits. And then they decided to do like more range of color. So then these kind of like greens and blues came in, which is great. And um, what's really wonderful is that Harriet and I, made the samples and the patterns and then there is someone actually doing the production out in LA so we don't have to build all you know whatever 15 or 16 goodness Goodness gracious yeah it's gonna be beautiful um they'll be great can't wait to see photos at the museum yeah I'm sure some kind of like insane gorgeous clean space clean also happy world ballet day our World Ballet Day. I've been watching um, The Tales of Hoffman. Have you seen this oh, movie? The opera? It's an opera that's a movie by the, the Red Shoes people. Oh. Wow. So it's like there's there's a script? There's, 
it's <clears throat> it's the opera. So it's it's just the, the opera. Yeah. So nobody talked. Okay, interesting. So Jacques Offenbach, I mean, Le Comte I don't know is, if this is, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. But it's, it's so only they, singing. They, it's an opera. I don't know if it's the same yeah. as the opera that I'm sure I would be. imagine it is. It's, you know, a yeah. series of stories. <laughs> so Yes, it's correct. And do we, are there famous opera singers in it or are these actors who are dubbed? Who, these are actors who are dubbed. I, I suspect that there are some opera people in it as well as, you know, Frederick Ashton is in it. Oh, amazing. Um, so what year are we talking this about? Is this is like 51. Wow. Just a few early, years after Red Shoes. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, um, wow. I, I just saw an Ashton Ballet speaking uh, You know what? I've been, I've been watching those Royal Ballet things because they're oh, because so incredible. At like displaying specificity of movement as the art form, because like the the dancers come in and they've had like like an hour session of rehearsing this section. Right, like they know the they know they the know moves. like yeah. So then they do it and you're like, well, that's nothing, thank you. And yeah. then they get coached through it and it's broken down and you're like, yeah, now. That they is bring something. It to life. And you're like, this is it, honey. Wow, I'm it's, so pleased that my recommendation such, has really panned out. Well, it's such like a like an art... I don't know. It like makes... It just like... It <sighs> just made me feel well, like, also, oh yes, like, art, the art spirit. Like, this is it. That's also what's just so wonderful about these Ashton choreographies. They're just so rich with specificity yeah. that that's what like makes them so spectacular. It's it's mm-hmm. it's just like everything means something in a way, and it's all just like so defined. Yeah, it's really yeah. wonderful and like odd, which that's totally. The best part. Well, that's they're, why they're that's really why odd. that's why it's such a like kind of. Uh, contrast or conf- sort of confusion when they come in they do like the kind of the the main thrust of the material in this mm. like sort of abstracted way and then the specificity comes in and it, you're just like it is it's a that is all the character and like all the meaning is made in the specificity like it's all like the kind of it's all there. otherwise you're just, it's just like okay like I don't even see this yeah and I you know I thought of like oh. um this you know the Sleeping Beauty that we saw by uh, Ratmansky like there's a similar feeling oh, of yeah. like even for oh. and I and I feel like for me who like I don't know what they're like I don't know dance like I I'm like I don't know what you're doing I don't know names of these things that you're doing but you can but I feel the specificity. And when it's like not there, we're like, well, that's kind of nothing. I don't know. Um, yeah, like for me at this point in my dance viewership, like broad strokes ballet, like the way that classical ballets are danced nowadays is not so interesting to me. Just like getting through these like challenging things, it's like that's not, I don't care anymore. That was cool to me at one point. Um, right. But now I just, like, I want to see the little things. And I want to see, like, rhythmic complexities. And I want to see, like, specificity of arm placement. Right. 
And I don't, yeah, I like, always, I don't know. I don't really know what's hard. Either. Like, that's, like, also not in my right, worldview of dance. I'm like, well, I just don't even, like, yeah, this all looks hard and impossible. Like, that's, right. like, baseline. Like, but it's not, <laughs> it's not in your physical experience. Yeah, I'm so like, like, well, yeah, sure, like, jumping a hundred times in the same position. That, yeah, yeah, that seems like a feat of some kind. Or, like, jumping high yeah. or whatever. But, Bing high but like, up. you know, it's like, <laughs> but I also don't even have, I don't have, like, a way to measure that of, like, oh, I don't know what kind right. of height we should expect. So I'm more like, right. well, that looked beautiful or that looked right. like, weird or gave this feeling. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yes. Well, I'm so glad to hear that. I... I went to see Frederick Ashton's The Dream oh, yes. at American Ballet Theater over the weekend, and Cassandra Treneri, friend of the podcast, was dancing to Tanya, and this young man named Daniel Camargo, who's ABT's newest principal from Brazil, was dancing Oberon, and they they gave me what I needed. <sighs> they were absolutely just beautiful, beyond human just Magic. wonderful um and she's just such a natural dance actress yeah, and so good. also has you know the most elegant ankles in the biz well she's very ballerina like fantasy she can really do ballerina yeah. fantasy but really she can kind of do anything right which is which is also why it was so like a good casting for the twyla thing because it's like she yeah. she's can do she, like, is interested and can do, like, the, the modern language stuff, but she's the ballerina, like. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Anyways, it was oh, very, I wish I, I would have loved lovely. to I mean, there, there's some, like, sections of the dream that, in this particular performance, I was I didn't feel invested. Uh, you know, sometimes I can feel very amused or moved by the donkey, the bottom portion, but this time I, I wasn't very... <laughs> I just wasn't so invested in uh-huh. it. I don't know why. Sometimes it can be really funny. It just wasn't so funny to me. Um, what else? Then they did something. Oh, they did Alexei Ratmansky's The Seasons. I, I did read the GIA review of this program. Oh, I don't know that I did, but it's a, it's a weird one. It kind of is like, oh, you know, it doesn't come together. But it has some really beautiful section sequences of choreography where you're like, wow. And it kind of like exploits the gifts of these incredible ABT dancers who have all just like so many physical gifts. Um, but the designs by Robert Perziola are uh-huh. so uneven. It's kind of insane. Like some of them are incredible where you're like wow so much detail so beautiful so kind of strange and then other ones are just like cheap discount dance dolly dinkle nonsense and it's very odd that that it uh, that it came together in this way and i wonder if it's like if it came down to like budgetary restraints i just don't Mm -hmm. know and to to have these costumes in the context of no set is even more surreal. It's like, why are there these like complicated, weird kind of storyland costumes? Mm. There's no set. 
it's really and there's no, like when I say no set there's not even like a special frame or like a special painting in the back like there's a little like starry night light effect that happens at the end but otherwise no it's nothing so strange it's very weird. Um, but the dancers were excellent. Um, anyways, that was ABT. I, did I tell, I told you last week that I had seen whipped cream for the second yes, time, yes. right? Yeah. Um, what else, what else? Oh, I saw Trojel's show on Friday and that was so fun. I have just said it like, was, it was a kind of like, exploration in in the um in this kind of sequence of pieces that Trojel's been making about the New York ballroom scene etc and always like fashion taking sort of center stage in these pieces this this one <laughs> this piece was as if you were at a night a, like a vogue like a ballroom night and the topic was or the theme of the night was like bed bath and beyond or like linens and things <laughs> okay because, because the fashion show that they were all serving throughout the entire performance was using uh sofa cushions throw pillows fitted sheets towels um it was incredible and you never no one knew the beauty of a fitted sheet until you saw it in this context. Like, a fitted sheet can very, with very little effort, look like a Balenciaga gown. Work. I know, it was pretty that amazing. Was so fun. Um, so, and there was great music, and it was really funny, and the audience was, like, very into it. Anyways, then I did something out of character for me, which is I knew that Niall Jones was having an after party at Performance Base New York following their last performance. And so I went to that and I danced around in the loud noise for a little bit. Can you, <laughs> that ma- sounds, can you imagine? That sounds like a, a nice little moment thing. It was really a nice moment. And I, there were people there that I really liked and it was like, it was so loud. Uh-huh. And then I left. Yeah. Um, and then what what I see? I helped my friend Carl and his friend Jeremy with their Halloween costume on Saturday. They were being, um, they found this costume in like some British domestic engineer woman. I guess she's like the Martha Stewart of England. Jane something. Jane. And they had her Halloween costume book and one of the costumes was I'm the pants and you're the jacket of the suit but but huge. Uh right, right. Right. Full body. And so they Carl had sent me earlier in the week a question which included like photos of the instructions and I was like look I am a person who has made blazers and has made pants and I I know exactly what the pattern pieces are meant to look like and this isn't it <laughs> so I'm not sure like what happens at the scale she's trying to accomplish but like I'm a little confused I have to say so Carl came in on Saturday with the with things partially done and some of the pattern pieces and I was like okay let's just fix this up so I I cut some things up and I put some things together for them and sort of brainstormed about how to get it all together and I did it and it worked and it was nice you made 
So that was, I didn't dress up for Halloween, but I helped and others dress just, up for You Halloween. stayed home on Halloween. Yeah. yeah. I, I did. I've been drawing sections from the Fosse dancing show that mm. needed to be redone. So there's been lots and lots of sitting in bed with a television show on in the background and then my iPad in my lap just madly drawing. That's good. Like, I watched The Watcher, but I actually almost saw no frames of it. I just basically listened to it. Yeah, it really... Truly boring. Really, uh, I thought, after basically the first episode, I thought, this is... This is Ryan Murphy. Well, it wasn't scary. No. It wasn't really... It wasn't that... The mystery of it was so anticlimactic that I was like, huh? Well, it's also so drawn out that you don't even care by the end oh i it was the end i was like be over i did really enjoy watching hellraiser with jack i won't do that i cannot it's an excellent movie it's really not scary the, the original the original oh that looks way too scary it's i don't know is it scary it's it's not it doesn't scare me it's not the kind of thing that's scary like I'm more like suspense scary like we tried watching actually with Lloyd we tried watching it's called Barbarian it's oh yeah like a basically Airbnb nightmare Airbnb horror we couldn't yeah. watch it it was also we were like scary. at that residency in this like kind of unknown no, 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 place no. space no, no 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 I was like I can't have to go to I'm just gonna go to bed I can't I can't yeah like yeah. that is too scary for me uh, Hellraiser, it's like actually really. The more I think about it, the more sort of obsessed I am with the, that first film, and like, because wow. it's very like this per- kind of perversion of like sexual desire mixed with like this pain, hell thing, mm-hmm. um, and like memory, and this this main actress who like helps the guy who's died and like come back to to life and like needs needs it's kind of under the skin where like she needs to bring mm-hmm. him people to like take oh, their energy to consume yeah mm-hmm. to like be fully reborn mm-hmm. um it's quite are you gonna watch good. the remake we we watched the beginning and it was so, so awful it oh. was just like you know young people going around jack i think jack did well, watch the rest of it and so it was you know awful. as a very young child when 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 i would leave ps41 at the end of the school day i would walk with a group of children and a chaperone to after school which was a little further downtown it was on sullivan mm-hmm. street and i would always pass this and it was like I don't know why we were around like Christopher Street. I don't know why we'd be moving that far west. It doesn't make sense. But for some reason, my memory of it was like near the Christopher Street train station, and there was a poster for Hellraiser, mm. and I was so haunted oh, by wow. it for years. Wow. It was just like, and it was just the poster was brilliant. It was just the pinhead uh-huh. face. That's it. Just that was the poster, and I was I just thought, oh my god, like that person has a grid of nails mm. in their head. Yeah, and, and Pinhead really isn't... Like, those creatures really happen more in, like, this... I guess I didn't see the second 
which I saw some of it and was like all the beginning is like all recap of the first in this way that I was like I'm not interested but Jack said there were some good parts to it but um, but that that the second film is far more like the hell world and those things and the oh wait so what what you watched was movie number two we watched no what I liked was the first one and they 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 do like they eventually they come for the guy who's like trying to be reborn you know so there's Mm -hmm. and you know there's this box that's like sort of portal causing thing whatever Uh um so they they are there but it's not the central it's a far more like interesting complicated like character uh good movie like about these like people like moving into, uh, they literally like moving into this house. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really find it to be a scary movie, but wow, it's also like I, you know um, before CGI, so it also has. Oh yeah, this well, other... I watched the preview for it, and I thought this is early. Mm-hmm. It's really amazing. Prior... It's like stop motion. It's quite incredible wow well i haven't otherwise watched scary movies you know i've been going over to james whiteside's house most sundays and and james and his boyfriend's friend Catherine, who's our friend she and james really want to watch very scary movies but mm-hmm. augie and i don't want very scary movies so we've had to settle for things like alien mm-hmm. and the new predator movie uh-huh. Which are you know scary enough action? Yeah, action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The alien is such so good. good. It's incredible, and Sigourney wow. Weaver looks so Tremendous. beautiful. It's truly crazy. I did the two nights ago. Switch on. I was just home, and I was looking at Criterion. I was like, I'm gonna watch my own private Idaho. Ugh, I thought about watching that too. Is it? It's on Criterion, I, I think, right now. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I hadn't seen it really. I'd seen clips, but God, it wasn't what I wow. imagined. I thought, wow, this is truly Shakespeare. It's so beautiful. It's A of all so beautiful. B of all so heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, and everyone just It's really sad. It's stressful. <laughs> it's obviously stressful. It's stressful. But Keanu and River wow. just looking... It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. Wow, wow, we wow. I mean... I, I don't know. Like, making these movies with these, like, just tremendous presences and just yeah. being like, you're a movie star. <laughs> well, what's interesting about Keanu is, like... What... I think he was so unselfconscious yeah. in that yeah. first what moment of being a movie really star. Wild. And then he becomes this like kind of terrible actor. But in My Own Private Idaho, he's truly wonderful. It's strange. Like to imagine what he became. Yeah. Yes. I went to what may be the best show I've seen all year last oh. night. Bury the lead. I Bury went, the lead. All right. I went to 
and I, I saw this come up on my Instagram feed or something that there was going to be a Steve Reich celebration at Carnegie Hall. And I thought, well, I want to go to that because they knew they were going to be playing music for 18 musicians, which is a piece that I really love. Mm -hmm. And I've always I've I've really wanted to see it performed live. And so I, I, I looked up how to get reasonably priced tickets to Carnegie Hall. You can show up the morning of shows at Carnegie Hall at 11 a.m. and get $10. Work. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I went at 11 wow. or quarter to 11. I stood in a, a not too long line and I got two $10 tickets. I brought my friend that Jacob. And I went to the show and... They played two pieces, and this was um, a group from the UK called the Colin Curie Group. I don't know about them, but they're sort of like, um, um, I'll, I'll, I like Ice Ensemble in New York, or um, what's the other I one? I don't know. What does that Can mean? Me? These sort of new music ensembles. Oh, okay, like bang, like, on, bang on a can or something. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. But what's the one other one in New York? I don't know. Oh, but, but, but it's not coming. It doesn't matter. Anyways, there's a wonderful, wonderful video you can watch online of music for 18 musicians being performed at the Rose Theater at Lincoln Center with ensemble signal. I did it. You did it. You found it. I, I never did heard it. of them. So, yeah, I pushed whatever. it, I pulled it. Um, well, Caroline Shaw is singing in it. And so it's like mm -hmm. all of these, like the usual sort of new music suspects. And the Colin Curie group, along with Synergy Vocals, which I guess is like a, a vocal ensemble from the UK that also specializes in this kind of music. They were, they were the ones doing this concert at Carnegie Hall. And they started with this sort of psalm cycle by Steve Reich. And then they moved into this premiere that has not yet been heard in the States. Um, I don't remember what it was called. Oh, like a traveler's prayer, something like that. It was quite mm. short. It was very beautiful. And then there was an intermission. And then we got music for 18 musicians was an, which is an hour long kind of durational Incredible. repetition piece. It is absolutely sensational. I was swept away. I was weeping in the middle there was people in the audience who were jamming out. I mean, people were moving so to great. the rhythm. It was wow. $10. So $10. <laughs> so wonderful. I love, 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 loved being in the theater, watching these musicians do this thing. I mean, there are many percussionists in the piece playing mallet instruments. And the piece starts with these, there's two... Uh, I think they're marimbas. I get confused about the names of um, the mallet instruments. There's vibraphone, metaphone, marimba, xylophone. Cool. And I think <laughs> xyloph I think xylophones. I don't know. Are metal, and I think marimbas have wood keys. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah. These two mallet players are standing facing each other. Their instruments are butt up against each other, like along the length and they one of them just starts playing the downbeat ding 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 with four mallets and then the other one has to play the upbeat right so that goes on for the whole piece work and for in an this hour. particular yeah and i've seen 
there's like a reprieve in the middle of the piece where they kind of like move into a different mm. um kind of musical formation but in this um orchestration last night they did some trading off so like one of the most thrilling things to watch were like two other mallet players coming in to kind of like swap mm. with them and they would like stand like, right next to them it's like and they would yeah they yeah. would like jump in it was really really incredible wow. that is so um, fun I know I was really swept away and when it when the piece ends it kind of like slowly like instruments exit the picture and then finally like the last thing left is one violin is just going like me me and then it's over and then the audience just Explodes. like silence for so long oh just sits there with it just to let That's it last so good like, wow we've really we've been through this whole thing uh. with you and then yes, explosions, Steve Wait, Fry yeah, yeah. Is that, that's how it that's how the science ends. Someone Steve comes on. He comes up to say, I was here, I saw it too. You're welcome. So nice. Yeah, it was really great. Ugh. Um I know. So, sometimes New York is just really the That place is such to be a like in. New York. I mean, you know, it's a performance story, but there's also I don't know, there's something there's the ten dollar oh. tickets, there's like the randomness of it, it's just like incredible things happening every You spend day. part of the week just doubting New York, you think too hard. God, this place is difficult. It's <laughs> wet and the weather's making me crazy and the trains are making me lose my mind. God. And and then suddenly you think this couldn't happen anywhere else. Yeah. This couldn't happen anywhere else. It's really wonderful. <sighs> yeah. That was my that was my big event. That was my big event. It's great. I think, Are you watching Great British? Um, I think we have quite underwhelmed. It's like literally hard for me to remember um what's going on there. Did anyone make anything worth talking about what was the last theme? well shabira has now won star baker two weeks in a row she seems to be on quite a roll and um she's also the most delightful she is on the so she's, she is the most wonderful one she says things and then starts laughing and i am i have to rewind because i am loling at the stuff she says yeah she's the best one and i i do i definitely hope she wins and I think she can do yeah, it because there's just about no competition. I got really sad about the kind of ginger guy leaving. He was so sweet. Yeah. Didn't taste good. Oh, well, wait. look, I mean, I, I think, no, he I made think it something tasted okay, they, but it collapsed. Yeah, like, they love, love, love the like, taste of his life. all the whole. He did some, like, tea-flavored ice cream or something that they absolutely loved, but, um... They, yeah, everything was a mess. Everything was a mess. His his like. I think they lie about flavors when the person is clearly like tragic. Like when there's a tragedy, they're like, oh, but the taste is because no one, you know, who can who can say otherwise. Right. I, I think they're being nice in general in those, which I hope I, you know, I'm not. I'm I'm. We're not against I'm that. Here I for love- it. Be say it tastes good. I also have to admit to something that's truly horrifying. Oh, goodness. 
I turned on the third season of Love is Blind. Oh, goodness. And I, I it was, again, one of these things that I just kind of let it roll while I was drawing, so I didn't really look uh-huh. at it. I just heard it, occasionally glance up to be like, what's going on? That show is so deranged. And, you know, I, I kind of was like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, I can't even believe that, like, the state of the world that people, people go on this thing and then I, you know I was listening to Seek Treatment this podcast the other day and Kat Cohen really said it the best she said she said <laughs> what should actually happen on Love is Blind is that the moment that through the wall they say I love you or they propose to one another oh, wow. the, the, they sh- like people should sweep in and whisk these people into cars and take them to psychiatric <laughs> hospitals to, to have their, like, brains Well, do they... This... Is there... There's no, like, monetary... Like, if you get someone to marry you, then you get a million dollars. Look, uh, that's unclear because what is clear is that getting to the... There is incentive to get to the end. Like, the people who are there who are, like foregoing like all logic uh-huh. reason normalcy to propose to someone from behind a wall <laughs> that they've known for approximately one week um uh, they are hell-bent on getting yeah. to a wedding but right? are they also just trying to get famous you know maybe it's just but fame what like yeah i don't know like if there's like some kind of i guess you probably build up a huge instagram yeah so i mean there's like, and, i think and, there can also be like a kind of yeah, building right. a, a like a kind you become of a social media thing. kind of influencer by being um, sort of Public. unanimously understood as insane. Yeah, but also like nothing matters anymore. Like people, you know, it's like this Pelosi thing, and like people laughing at her husband being like beaten with a hammer. It's like people are laughing. What do you mean people are laughing? They're literally like Republican people, you know, making jokes about it and shit. Oh it's my like, god! There's no, there's no bottom. There's no decency. I mean, I, I this this particular cast of Love Is Blind come from Texas, and there's oh, some really crazy so stuff. So each season is a different place. Well, it has to be because. The, you know, they kind of need to count on the people living in oh, proximity to one I mean, another. Because they basically have to... As if. They have to agree to be married within a month. As you know? if. As if any of this is going to be real. That's crazy. But, so these Texas people, I mean, they are coming to the table with some spooky ideas. Like, one of the guys, when he, he's proposed to this woman, he's telling her basically every day, like... I believe in our connection, but like you don't look the way that I, uh, that wait because <laughs> that I would usually wait. Go so for. after you propose, you can see the person or what? After you propose, then you're allowed to see them, and then you're immediately sent on a on a tropical vacation okay. where you fuck. Okay. Yeah. This is so the I. This is how does this play out over the season? Okay, so. They they meet in the pods, so you get a couple episodes of all the... You're meeting the guys, you're meeting the gals, they're meeting in the pods. 
and sometimes they're getting rejected and they're being supported by their gals back in the, you know, like windowless place mm-hmm. where they live. And then, you know, six couples or, or whatever become the focus of the show because they ended up being the craziest people who uh-huh. actually proposed to one okay. another. But and this then, is episode three? Mm, this is happening sort of like in a rotation. So like while some people like the so let's say in episode two the first couple the first people say let's get married and then then okay at the end of that episode they do this weird thing where like those two people enter into this long corridor from opposite Uh ends and then they run toward each other and kind of like meet face to face and make out and then they exit the whole situation and then by episode three, four, you work your way through the rest of the people who, I don't know, maybe this is just episode three. Episode, let's say four, now all of the couples mm-hmm. who've been paired are going to vacation. Uh-huh. They get a week-long vacation, which is one episode of the show, where they spend the nights together. The first night, they're just... They're unpacking, getting to know one another, sleeping together, eating together. And then the second day, all of the couples who are there meet. Okay. So now you you have like group, group, what have, have you. Right. And all of the women already know each other and all of the men already know each other. And right. some of the women and some of the have men like have, been, right, right, have right. been in conversation and almost gotten uh-huh, together, uh-huh. but didn't. And there's some, like, a lot of tension there. And then often, like, one of the people who someone has been talking to but they didn't end up with, they want them instead. And is that part, could that happen? I guess. Well, it often creates, like, a fissure. And then that turns into a drama. Do people break up at, like, any point and leave the show? Oh, sometimes, like, people who aren't just, like... Honestly, like, the people who break up mid-series, I'm like, you're the least crazy. Well, like, of course, congratulations, of course. you've come to your senses. Well, right, that's because there's this, like, desire to just be on the show. It's survivor relationship, you know? Right. And this season, like, the trope of the season is that there are men who are literally to their partner's faces being like, you're not uh-huh. as beautiful as the girls I usually am with gaslighting it's so insane i'm like literally there's this guy who was in conversation with this ballerina and in in the in the pods he was basically like you are not as like deep as what i'm looking for yeah i mean if if you're not leaving after being told that you're a crazy person I mean, right. you're and a she's, normal, she, she, Well, she a basically was like, I, well, that's true. I'm not. Right. I, can't, I can't be as deep as you need me to be. And then he ends up with this other woman mm-hmm. who I guess is like talking about how her parents are dead and blah, blah, blah. And then he meets her and it's all fine. And then he sees the ballerina on the vacation. And Where? he's like literally to his girlfriend's face is like, well, Colleen is more like what I would usually go for. Uh-huh. Visually, so then you heard of this um, ballerina Pixar movie? No. 
Oh, yeah, with the, like, kind of overweight person who's like, I want to be a ballerina. Yeah, I guess that's the story. I haven't I haven't yeah, really I, seen anything I, about it, but I just I saw a little clip from it. It looked ba- very ballerina. charming. That's exciting. I thought, wow, somebody at Pixar was like, ballet. <laughs> yeah, it looked sweet. I saw a little a little clip. Yeah. Um, um, at any yeah. rate, these people are absolutely insane, and please don't watch Love is Blind. We cannot support such yeah. an evil endeavor. Also, like, we just have this talk so that you don't have to watch it. That's it. Truly. Otherwise... It's absolutely insane. We'll have to delete this episode. Ugh. Do you want me to tell you what happens after the vacation? Yeah. I have to know what happens so, after the vacation. So they have a one week of vacation together. And the idea is that they get, you know, to know each other physically. And then God. they move, they go back to Dallas, let's say, where oh they're all from. Oh, my God. And they have apartments designated for each couple. Uh-huh. So they get to live in this kind of hotel apartment arrangement for a couple weeks. And they go to work? Or they just are well, on vacation? Well, I think some of, them start, some of them start going to work again and like resuming their lives, introducing their new fiance to their family mm-hmm. and friends and also showing their fiance. The best part is when they show their fiance their actual apartments. Oh my God. <laughs> See, I, I have a sense of this from like the seeing some of the bachelor or bachelorette and like the kind of like unbelievable sense of like seriousness of like it's ridiculous like they're on tv this is a tv show they are engaged in like the business of finding a fiance in a in earnest they mean it it's crazy and and what the primary aesthetic feature of Love is Blind is that they drink copious amounts right, of alcohol right. out of golden oh, goblets. No. Always these glasses that are gold. Iridescent gold. Grotesque. Oh my god. It's truly... It's the end of the world. And then do they do like a rose ceremony? Are they already proposed? Do they get married? So yeah, so the... So... <laughs> All of them go through with like wedding dress fittings and wedding planning and then these weddings get arranged and like they pretty much always all of them make it to the altar and then some they have to you know someone has to say I do or I don't and generally one of the two of them will say I don't. Uh, Generally they're like we made it to the last episode. I didn't. Well yeah the the idea is that you're going to make it to the last episode and then the 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 editors make it sort of suspenseful, but yeah, I, more times than not, one of the people says, I don't. That's good. Yeah, I think that's good. So it makes it clear that like, they just wanted to get to the end of the series, <laughs> but they're not actually that crazy. Oh my God. It, it really it's is. Crazy. It's bad. It's bad up there. Yeah, I guess it kind of proposing that, like, arranged marriages are feasible or something. Also, Netflix is, like, 16-something a month now. It's, like, $16 or something. All of the streamings have been I'm sending like, notifications um, saying, like, oh, we're raising our prices. I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, like, maybe it's time to say goodbye to Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, maybe so. The only thing that I love on Netflix is Great British. I'm kind of over it. So. Hmm. 
you know. Um, I have been watching Abbott Elementary, and... Do you like that? It is so sweet. I, I think it's really funny. Uh, I've been enjoying it. My friend it. Jacob, who I brought to the concert last night, he, he introduced me to Abbott Elementary, and I thought it was sweet as well, but I didn't... I wasn't incredibly compelled by it. Yeah, it's... Um, you know the 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 office format thing is is yeah. what it is, and but I think that the principal is such a gag. I kind of wish it was the principal is who is who plays the principal. I don't know. Okay. The, this woman who's like, you know, basically oh the like incredibly superficial yeah, woman is like blackmailing like, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. superintendent. She's she's so great. It's really incredible. I mean, yeah, I think yeah. everyone's we like really talented and it's smart and like also doing this political thing of showing how insane it is to have that job and you know funding and all these things so um Mm -hmm. super here for it um but i yeah i think it's it's definitely worth uh checking out and um i don't I, I think I might be a done watching it, but at the same time, so. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't, I don't know what, there's a second season, but I don't. You don't have to see I don't know what is currently on. on. Because I think it's, did might you, currently be on. Or, did you watch Molly Baz's Banana Cake? I have to take a break from that. I can't. Okay do it okay well i somehow now that i understand that there is this kind of don't worry darling horror <laughs> to it, um uh, I, I'm, I'm okay uh, like the banana cake episode this is what's also amazing it's her it has labna in it oh, and she has all her ingredients set out and she's explaining how you know she wants to use the labna because it's like fattier than greek yogurt whatever and she opens the labna it's trash. and gets it's trash. It's moldy. Yeah. <laughs> I, Even Molly, also, Molly, this is, Molly is so it is embarrassed. Also a she's testament like, in the sense, like her videos, she has like she's way more popular than Carla in music. Is she? Yes. Look at the views on these fucking things. It's insane. It's just cult well, of personality. That is. Carla is, like, such a, like, chill mom vibes and not, like, yeah. here's my apron and I'm selling you this and this lifestyle and, like, all this shit. Right. Molly is more cued in to millennial culture. So, like, totally. she can understand how social media Absolutely. works and the kind of ways in which you present. Right. Interesting. That I hadn't thought about that. What about Claire? Where's Claire I think in the stand? Claire I think Claire maybe has like a bigger I don't know. I think but I think I suspect that Claire has a bigger had sort of a bigger bon appetit launch into right. her channel right. and then right. like her books. Like I, I think there's just like a different and like the right. way that like I think Carla was sort of late. Yeah. In doing a... Yeah, it's also a different thing. Like, Claire's, like, doing desserts, which I also think is probably better. 
more popular. Yeah, and Carla's, like, yeah. making a chicken. So. It's true. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Well, did you watch Claire do creme brulee? Uh, I didn't. I, I haven't really been watching anything. Because it's actually I would watch the so YouTube funny. on TV. I don't have a TV. I highly recommend the creme caramel <laughs> creme brulee episode okay. because Claire ends up in this hysterical situation where her blowtorch isn't working and so her like everyone gets involved and her husband comes in and is like trying to do it and then he's just eating creme brulee and he's so cute and it, it was really nice. I'm coming to terms with her kitchen. So I am I have always been I have always been okay with her kitchen in a way that you have not. I le- I'm okay with her home kitchen. It's her, it's the cabin kitchen. I know kitchen. you hate the country That's house really kitchen. For me. You hate it. Because I'm just happy it's that su- she, it's like, like got to do the renovation she wanted. I know? know, but it's upsetting that she renovated into that. That's what's upsetting. Like the the like but that's who Claire is. She's mm, not Molly. She's Claire. I, I understand, and that's okay. And and I, you know, I've accepted the like plastic tape labeled things on a sh- <laughs> on a shelf in the apartment. As like I know she really like renovated her home kitchen to be like a a, a, a restaurant kitchen. Yes, and not like a, a chic like you can no, see the kitchen cheap. from Mm-mm. the table. No, no, it's like a no. basement. You're in the basement, right? Of a of a like there might as well be one of those like slop sinks with one of those faucets with the huge it's, like it's, spring curve that goes totally. It's a pragmatic. So I'm. It's not made for TV, but it is, which is... No, but it's working. Sort of unnerving, but, but it's, it's okay. It's okay. Well, the the yeah. test, the sort of, like, test kitchen Bon Appetit vibe, like, I'm like, even that is more aesthetically sound. God, so, that kitchen whatever. is such a dream. Um, but it's, like, an industrial kind of kitchen, but also has... Feels better. I don't... I don't beautiful natural light god i miss that kitchen i just don't watch their programming very much no i've left that scene as well as have i but i do see them pop up in my youtube feed and i think okay yeah i don't know glad you're trying glad you're trying i've now taken to watching sola and her husband um, make meals at New York Times from like secret ingredients mm-hmm. so they'll hand them like That's this past week they they gave them a bag of Halloween candy and they're like okay you have an hour and then she and her husband can literally prepare a gourmet meal out of like any trash I love that that's so fun one, one week they gave them hot pockets that seems nice Really? Just like a bunch of like weird dough and slop. Well, what do they do with it? So many weird things. I mean, they immediately like took the pastry off and put it in the blender. Oh, and, I mean, it was crazy. Yeah, it was like... I they, don't they really know like, what a Hot Pocket is other than like... Uh, uh, it's like a shitty calzone. Oh, I was thinking more of like a... Like a... Like a... Like a, like a, like a meat pie. But it's not. It's 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 it is. It's a hybrid between a meat pie and a pizza thing. Right. The pizza part is gross to me. <laughs> the whole the whole thing. I mean, with the Halloween candy, you should have seen. What, I mean, okay. it's kind of I incredible. Look for this. It sounds 
what wow. they did. They made like some mackerel with a Swedish fish glaze, and they did um, these like bay scallops ceviche using sour straws. Well, this week someone came in to help taste, which is someone we're all familiar with from the Bon Appetit family, Priya. Um, but usually they, they just, they taste it, um, and they talk about whether or not they're disappointed. Okay. But in general, they're That's kind great. of impressed with yeah. themselves. That's fine. I mean... Okay, I'm going to look for that. And it, yeah, it's, it's stressful, and the New York Times, their new food kitchen's very beautiful as well. Okay, I'm not sure if I've... S- seen this or not it's also claire claire's a contributor there and she's done long form videos making like brioche or making mm. um oh she did a great one about uh chocolate soufflés mm. i want to i've never made a souffle does that sound fun yeah i'm gonna make an apple you pie do- as soon as i have a my stuff really yeah you're gonna make the house smell yeah delicious. it's gonna feel nice and cozy baby boom Baby boom. You are living that baby, baby boom life. Yeah. That Beetlejuice baby boom. Yeah. (laughs) God, that's what the 80s was about. House sitter, baby boom, Beetlejuice. Also, like. All about going upstate. Horror, horror, baby boom. Wow. Um, That move, the horror, the horror of moving upstate. The horror of moving to a house. What's. What's yeah. that? What's that movie where with the with the, I mean there there were often like a greenhouse where someone fell through. Um, oh yeah, that was the hand um, that rocks. Not single white. The hand, white, that, the rocks hand the that rocks the cradle. The wow. Rebecca wow. Dormornay. Wow. That's when Rebecca Dormornay could headline a film that wow. Julianne Moore. Wow. Was that Julianne Moore who dies? I think movie? it is. Julianne Moore. She really earned her place in Hollywood. I mean, Remember, she was supporting in Benny and June, supporting in Hand That so Rocks the Cradle. I mean, if you yeah. haven't seen Safe, you gotta watch it. I haven't. You haven't seen Safe? Mm, wow. What's it about? It's about Julianne Moore, who's like a- allergic to the world. Right. No, I've never. Wow. Seen you have. You have to. It's a Todd Haynes film. It's incredible. Okay. Incredible. Hi. It's a fave. It's I a fave. It's it's also sort of like a I mean it's this kind of environmental uh poison kind of mystery. Mm. Um but also yeah. has like AIDS kind of questions as well. So about right. You know it's crazy, I felt as if we had nothing to talk about today and now it's we've been recording for I know, we need to stop. I have to go finish making my spaghetti. I'm so jealous. I'm going to walk home and hopefully make spaghetti as well. So don't be jealous. Oh, I <laughs> quick rec- recommendation. What is it? Take a squash. Oh. If you have squash at home, it's squash season. There's, they're all out. There's so many kinds. Now there's this hybrid squash that's a hybrid of kabocha squash and butternut. Oh, wow. It's called like kabutternut or... <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. So it's crazy. But they're really beautiful. They look like human flesh. Um, Delicious. Yeah. 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 Okay. And you just scrub your squash, open it up, take out the seeds, cut it into half moons or whatever, and then you just Roast put it, it in some water. No, you you simmer it in water oh. that you've put dashi in. You make oh, a dashi broth wow. just using powdered dashi. Yes. And you put the squash in there, boil it till it's just fork tender, mm-hmm. 
and then you can store it in the dashi broth which turns this beautiful shade of orange and it is like the squash flesh all the way through is so delicious wow. and you can put it on pasta you wow. can put it on a wow. sandwich whatever you want it's delicious you know this morning i made i made fried eggs with sweet potatoes which i had originally made for mm. no oh, actually it would have been amazing with dashi squash I, let that's me tell you what i'm thinking yeah with some some leftover yes. rice that was like kind of perfect oh, it was that's it was yeah. heaven it was sort of yeah it was the rice added this like umami kind of thing to it. it was very nice Ooh, 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 yum, yum, yum. The squash goes in and the poop. So the problem with the stove is that, which I realize is a pretty often problem, pretty common problem I have with gas stoves is burners not going low enough. Oh, yeah. So if anyone has any advice or tricks, you know what I ended up doing? the, 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 The flame goes out if you go... Is it electric? It's gas. it's gas. No, it just doesn't go low enough. So the flame blows no, out like, if you go too it, low. No, it literally only goes a certain low, and then you have so to wait. turn it off the other direction. Oh. You know, like the lighting is, is at the like fullest. And that's then it goes, bizarre. I, think that, I don't know if that's bizarre. I think so. I mean, it should go all the way down. Uh, that makes sense. I think. But I, ha- I literally have to stack... Like the, you know, great thing. I like took the back one because they're individual, which I also don't like. But oh, you stacked it to get further yeah. away from the flame. That's really so genius. That was how actually. I made the rice. One of thought. I literally that. was like, "Can I? Am I gonna not be able to make rice after not having propane for right. a month?" Maybe there's some kind of like metal metal lid you can put over it to act as like a heat buffer awful i know that sounds like an aga stove you know those stoves no what's that they're just hot all the time what (laughs) (laughs) they're these like crazy expensive stoves that just like have an internal kind of like heat that I, i i don't know why why they are or what how they work but they're hot all the time it's just like a cast iron stove that's hot all the time it's like it the olden day exactly yeah, it, yeah. that's exactly i'm sure it weighs like four tons yeah. martha stewart used to have them and do ads for them but like Doesn't of course sense. she does not anymore because they're completely ridiculous Sounds inefficient it's like having a heston's mattress that's made of horse <laughs> you know it costs twenty five thousand dollars and then you're like oh it's oh, a mattress like that's a mattress <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Well, that's what we got for our, our king size bed. You have a king size Heston. Yeah, it's actually just you know dead horses that we're sleeping on. Well, I learned about Heston's mattresses recently. That the Heston's, um, ugh, I don't even know what to call them. Like the they have Heston's maintenance people who come to your house once a year to fluff the horse hair. No. <laughs> yes. No. No. I don't this even know crazy. how they could do it. No. Don't you ever see the Heston sedans driving around Never. New York where the car is covered in that kind of gingham? No. That's the defining feature of the Heston's mattress. It has that like large format gingham on it. No. All right. That's unacceptable behavior. All right. Well, no, but... go home and eat your pasta. 
Thank you, and have a lovely night in your empty baby. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, we'll be back next week. Uh, we love you. Loves you.